Good Tuesday morning to you. Welcome to Brewers Briefing. I'm Brooks Brewer. It's time to uh, check out what is happening in the world of news and events, current events, and uh, discuss it. That's what we do here on the program. It's called Brewers Briefing. Glad to have you with us, Gordon. If you want to get involved, you can by giving us a call or a text on the brew lines, 918-756-3646. That's the number. You got it? 918-756-3646. Lock it in. Put it on your speed dial. Bye, guys. And use it. We'd love to hear from you. If it was just a good morning, that's always nice, too. And we love to hear your voice. And so if you want to get involved, do so. Don't be scared. And we do podcast this program. It's it's out there on all the places you get your podcast. Guess what it's called? That's right, Brewer's Briefing. And we have an app for your phone. If you don't have it yet, well, get the dadgum thing. It's free. It's in the app store called The Brew. That's what it's called. We made it easy, I think, anyway. And anyway, so that's that. And glad to have you with us. Good Tuesday morning to you. What do we got? November 21st. Thanksgiving's coming up. Are you ready? I'm ready, man. The food, the family, the paper, the thing. It's going to be good. You don't have to work. It's fantastic. I love Thanksgiving. It's my favorite, I think, of all holidays. Good morning, David, sir. My friend, how are you, partner? Good to have you with us in here. Look here. We got Fayroy already up this morning. Give him a round. He's on this side of the dirt. Good morning. There's good morning, Brewer, from Tony. Did you get that buck? I'll, I'll tell you in a minute. And there's another good morning from whoever that's from. I don't know. I just have phone numbers here. I don't have names. So anyway, good morning to you, too. Appreciate that. Hey, you guys are awesome. Let's take a look at that weather forecast real quickly, shall we? What do we have? 47 degrees and overcast. Cloudy today in 53. I like it. I like that. North winds 15 to 25. Clear tonight in what? 28. Freezing. North winds at 15 to 20. 51 tomorrow and 31 overnight. Thanksgiving Day. 59 degrees. Sunshine and south winds at 5. Now that is the perfect Thanksgiving weather. Don't you think? That's pretty daggum good right there. I like it right there. Come on now. Thursday night, 32, and let's keep going. Friday, 55, 32 overnight. Saturday, 40, 48, and cloudy. That's going to be cool. Saturday night, a 40% chance of rain, 37. Sunday, sunshine and 47 degrees. And see, we still have rifle season going all week long. Get back out of there. Uh, let's see. Sunday night, 25, and Monday, 50 degrees. So that's your forecast. You're welcome. Let's take a look at the temperatures around the state. Currently right now, we've got 30s in the panhandle. Eva, she's cold. She's 32. Hooker's 35. And then we get into some of the 40s in the middle of the state. Blah, blah, blah. And we got, we got some 50s down to the southeast. Broken Bow and Out of Bell. All that down there. And then 50s. So wait, wait. That's it. Altus, 51. They got the hottest spot in the state. That is the hottest spot in the state, by the way, is Altus. It is. All right. Anyway, good morning to you. Thanks for joining us this morning. Let me see. We got Germany in here. We got, who, who do we got? We got Finland. No Germany today. Got a few others from around uh, from the United States. Welcome to the Dadgum Show. All right. All right. So we got all that stuff out of the way. I think we got good. Go. Uh, no, Tony, I did not get the buck. I went hunting over the weekend. My, my dear brother, Blake's got a bunch of land out in Western Oklahoma. Let me go hunt on it. And I tell you what, I I love, love to get out there in the country just by myself. It's fun to have somebody with you. And so we did that too. Blake and I went cruising around one day, and that was a great time. We had fun and lots of laughs. But I also like just to get out there by myself and just being amongst them. I mean, so I'm out there, <laughs> and it's just, you know, so so Saturday morning, I, I no, I slept in. Me and mom had Bloody Marys and visited in coffee. That was great. So I had a great time with visiting mother and all that. And then I got to get out in the woods. And, and then I was out there in the middle of the day. Like I did the 11 o'clock, you know, midday sit. And then I had some deer horns. So for those of you who don't know how to hunt or know about it, you can take these antlers, you can bang them together. Like it's like it's it simulates deer fighting, right? And all this rattling going on. And it's it's to attract other bucks, supposedly. That's what they say. Normally doesn't work very well. 
And I did that. And I mean, it wasn't just a minute or two. And I see movement in the woods over there. And I get my binoculars up and I'm looking, oh, there's a deer here. <laughs> and out steps into the lane, a buck. I mean, I rattled him right out. And he came right. I was sitting in a blind at this point. We call it the Taj. The Taj Mahal. It's really nice. Anyway, I'm sitting in this thing. And here he comes. I mean, he's coming directly at me. And he's not even 100 yards out. I got my rifle. Here he comes. The only problem was he was too little. <laughs> he did the young buck, and I'm not interested in that. Now, I have to have a wall hanger, people. All right, I'm out there for the trophy buck, and he was not that. And so I just watched him, and he came up, and then he finally smelled the adult beverages, and he left. <laughs> he gone. He goes, just like that. And then, so then I waited around a while. That was fun. And then here a little bit, here a little bit, I see turkeys in the, in the trees. Here's some turkeys. Oh, look at the turkeys. And uh, there was a feeder out there and they, they came single file, boom, 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 right out to the feeder. And they start scratching, looking for corn and they fed for a while. I got to watch them. See, that's what it's about. It's not about just shooting the thing. It's about getting out there amongst them and having a good time. And the solitude, the, the colors of the, I mean, it's, it's just, it's glorious. If you haven't done that, you need to do it. Get out there, people. Anyway, that was a good time. Great weekend. I enjoyed it. Nobody cares. So anyway, there's that. All right. So what else we got here? What is Faye Roy saying? Roosevelt tree rose or woods. <laughs> now, see, this man, even though he doesn't sound very smart when he when he calls in, he he's tricky because he's really smart. He, he's he knows out there in Western Oklahoma, they have the Roosevelt tree rose. You know what that is? Y'all know what that is. Tony knows what that is. Out in Western Oklahoma, they planted tree rose to keep every, the, all the dirt from blowing. Remember the dirt, the dust bowl and all that? They got tree rose out there, which are great for bird hunting because all the birds live in the tree rose. And, and, well, everything lives in the tree rose. I mean, the deer and the dirt. So you got the farm and you get the tree rose. You get the farm and you get the tree rose. You get the farm and get the tree rose. That's how it is out there. No, and I so I wasn't in the tree row, Pharaoh. I was just, there was actually trees. So anyway, yeah, that's cool. David says, the backwoods is my church. LOL. Yeah, I'm telling you. You can have some good talks with the Lord. Out in the woods. Anyway, it was great. Good stuff, man. Mm. Uh. Okay. <laughs> okay, enough of that. Let's see what's happening in the world of news. Let's get into some politics, man. I saw a video. It's kind of going viral, I think. And it is, it is, uh, I mean, what is wrong with our government? I mean, that's like, what kind of a question is that? There's so many damn things wrong with our government. But this is just alarming. It's really disturbing to me. There's this young man, and I think it's real. I, mean, I don't know. I guess it could, but he's got a uniform on, and he's uh, leaving the military. And he gives this little video, about three minutes long. I guess I could play it. Um, and he's blasting the Biden administration and the state of the military at large and claiming he's been charged several thousand dollars for gear. Okay, now weapons, gear, things like that, that he was instructed to leave in Afghanistan during Biden's disastrous withdrawal. Now, he was deployed, his unit was deployed to Afghanistan. It was a disaster. It was a mess. And then, of course, they're, they're, they're leaving, and they're supposedly told they don't have room for all their gear. Leave the gear behind. All right? Now, this is what he claims. I have no reason to disbelieve, and you got to watch the video. It's it's pretty believable. He gets back. He's he's, he's leaving the the military, and they want to charge him. Now this says four thousand dollars, and that may be the case. Anyway, the fact that they want to charge him anything for the gear he was instructed to leave behind in the disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan in the first place is un conscionable to me. I mean, you, you gotta be kidding me. This cannot, cannot be real. Here you've got a soldier 
who has put his life on the line for his country to go to this godforsaken place over there, fight for us. You tell him to leave his, where's my button? His, is that the button? No, that's the, that's the wrong button. I know it's this color. I got a, I got a butter sensor button. His sh behind. And then you're going to charge him when he wants to get out of minute for the stuff he left behind. You told him to leave behind. You can see why he's making the video. He's so upset. He's like, I can't even believe this is this is the state of our military today. He's like, I, I thought it was going to be bittersweet to leave the military. Hell no. I'm glad to not be uh, representing our government anymore. He's like, I, I'm ready to fight for the people. He loves the country. He's not saying the country sucks. He's saying our government sucks and the military leadership. I mean, uh, that infuriates me, man. This guy, you know, I mean, he's just, he's like in shock. Like he's sad. He's shocking. He's like, I can't believe this is, this is our situation. America people are the last priority and the priority of the soldiers, of course, is the last of the last. We're, we're the last in priority. How can, how, how can this be? It's so messed up, man. He keeps saying, no, gosh, that you can see why it's going viral too. Cause it's, it's infuriating. It's like, this, this cannot be. And then I saw, I was watching or reading some of the, uh, some of the responses, this was out on, on X formerly known as Twitter. Well, we always have to say that formerly known as Twitter. So some of the people, somebody said, um, some lady, where is it? She said, um, she was talking about her son. I thought I had it right there. Oh, here it is. She, this lady responded. She said, my son's been in the army for 10 years. They pull this crap on soldiers all the time. It's disgusting. Kind of just, you know, corroborating his story. It's like, I mean, can you, can you guys imagine that? I mean, I, I can't, I've said this so many times on here. I think that veterans ought to have the highest treatment of about anybody in society. I mean, you put your life on the line, you go over and especially you deployed, you know, even if you didn't deploy, you, you were willing to, you put it out there, you signed up and that deserves massive respect from everybody, I think. And then you, you come back and they, and they treat you like this. And oh, I, I don't understand that. I, I do not get it. Pisses me right off. Anyway, that's going around. What else is happening in the world of news? This is great. Somebody wrote this. I wish I would have written this because it's, 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 a, it, it, you think about this Israeli Palestinian thing. All right. You still got these, where's my button? These going around talking about Israel is committing a genocide against all the Palestinians over there in Gaza. Like really? You okay. Okay. Now let's back up and think about it. Okay. You got, you got Israel. All right. Israel's got a, a hell of a military, right? I mean, they got technology like no other military. They got nukes. They got everything. That's Israel. You got Gaza and the Palestinians over there. They got rocks and they have homemade rockets and crap like that. And, you know, and of course, so anyway, so, so you got these, these, these goofballs, these, and particularly, you know, young people and everybody out there saying, oh, they're genocide, they're creating the genocide, they're wiping out the, the Gazans and Namagans. It's like, if Israel did not care about the civilians of Gaza, this war would have been over on October 8th, okay? Remember, the 7th was when they came in, and they committed this horrific scene, killing and raping and murdering and, and taking hostage. If Israel wanted a genocide, ladies and gentlemen, it would have happened on October 8th and it would be over just like that. Do, do, do people not No, They don't think about that. They don't think about that. Israel could have wiped out Gaza remote control on October 8th if they'd have wanted to. Okay. I mean, level the damn thing. It's over. It's <laughs> get a bulldozer and move all the rubble out, push it into the sea. I mean, they could have done that if they did not care about civilians. But now what do they do? They, they send leaflets and knockadors. They send every kind of message in the world. Get to the south because we're coming into the north and all this stuff. And they've taken several breaks. And they've tried to do, you know, and now supposedly, I don't know, is there a ceasefire happening today? Maybe to get some hostages out, a little pause in the in the south, you know, for a trade for hostages. I don't know. But anyway, it's, it's, it's ludicrous to think. It, it, there's a genocide happening. And it's just... <laughs> 
Ladies and gentlemen, come on now. If they wanted to wipe it out, it could have been done day one, October 8th, and it's over. So I thought that was a brilliant, very astute response to all this craziness. But don't think that's not going to gonna stop the, the, the lunatics out there from accusing the genocide and the colonization. And it's like, you want to talk about colonization, go back and do some history, read a book and look at the Arabs and how many countries they colonized with their Arab thinking. And there's how many Arab states, 55 Muslim countries, 28 Arab countries over in that area. I mean, they, they colonized them all. Anyway, I thought that was brilliant. Brilliant, sir. That, that is so, it's just like, it's kind of as obvious, like, right? But anyway, uh, what else? What else we got? What we got? 19 minutes past. Uh, did you see what happened in Argentina? They had an election down there. And, uh, uh, Javier Millet, I think is how you say his name. He's the new, whatever, president, prime minister, whatever they are, have down in Argentina. And he is, uh, he's awesome. I mean, from what I can tell, like, I, you know, I don't know the guy. I don't know. He, he looks like Elvis. Have you seen a guy? I mean, he's got big, bushy hair, big pork chop sideburns, pretty young guy. And, uh, he's the new, he's the new guy. He's the man in charge. Tucker went over to Spain. This was down. In, well, no, that was a different deal. So Tucker is talking to this guy. And he was just voted in as, as the new man in Argentina. Is it Argentina? It is Argentina. Yeah, it is. And he was talking about how Argentina, you know, used to be a rich country. Now they're poor. The inflation is like 143%. It's, it's a disaster because of the policies they put in place. These leftist, goofy-ass policies, kind of like what we're doing here in America, trying to destroy it as fast as we can. And he interviews this guy. And he just talks about all the things that they need to do and what has gone wrong. And I mean, it is just absolutely spot on. I'd play it for you, except I'd have to interpret because the guy didn't speak any English. And, you know, I do speak a little bit of Spanish, you know, when I go to El Tapatio, I throw out my Spanish so I can do it a little bit. I can talk a little bit of Spanish, but mostly I just do this. I talk English like I pretend like I'm not an English person. And I go, I say, I need to... Uh, some beef nachos and a modelo, por favor. And so I, that's what I do. And uh, anyway, so Tucker didn't pull that. He just talked to him like a normal dude. And anyway, the guy's, this guy's phenomenal. He's just, he's, he's just, just getting rid of all these goofy ministries that the government set up. He's going to get, make it the government small. He's, I mean, it's a three minute interview. It's just, it's just spot on, man. It's like, yes, or somebody he's going to, you know, and it's like, you know, you would think people would just understand and, and and get some logic, okay? Just if you're going to run for stuff, you're going to want to get up there and get in politics. Look at what works and what doesn't. Kind of, it's like our side <laughs> works, okay? Your side doesn't. I mean, can you not just figure that out? And can we not just go with that? I guess not. I know that's that's a little naive, Brewer. Good night, uh, whatever. Okay. Anyway, they got a new guy down there. He's pretty cool. Check him out. What else was happening in the world of news? We got other stuff. I should play that guy right there. Here's the interview. Oh, this is good. This is classic. I am going to play this for you because this is just gold right here. This gold. They have the, uh, what's her name? Corrine, somebody, Pierre, Jean-Pierre, whatever her name is. She's the, uh, she's the press secretary for the oatmeal brain president we have. And uh, she, she is <laughs> either drank the Kool-Aid or is smoking some crack up there in the White House. Well, I don't know what all she's doing, but she has got a claim, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to hear, all right, about the president and his, his status. Here it is. I would put the president's stamina, the president's wisdom, ability to get this done on behalf of, of uh, the American people against anyone. Anyone on any day of the week. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let me play that for you again. That's that's worth a good laugh right there. Put the president's stamina, president's wisdom, ability to get this done on behalf of, of uh, the American people against anyone. Anyone on any day of the week. Anyway, so I don't know if anybody told her about his little poopy diaper action that he had this week. 
he was pardoning the turkey or whatever it was, and he had to, he he had to he just left and he jogged back to the doors like whoop diaper full gotta go gotta go and uh, but anyway <laughs> she's and so somebody was maybe I don't I didn't get the whole thing you know what she's preferring to here but probably somebody was asking her why did Joe go jogging off and she's uh, I would put the president's stamina his wisdom. Against anyone, any day of the week. Are you kidding me right now? It sounds like, uh, you know, like any time, any place. She's, she's, she's pulling the mob boss. That's what he, remember the mob boss that put told Mullen, hey, any time, any place, cowboy. That's what she's doing. She's pulling the mob boss trick. I'll put him up against anybody, any time, any day of the week. Come on now. Just imagine. That. <laughs> and you know people in the press corps just kind of like <laughs> chuckling and giggling and trying to keep it together. The president's stamina? I put it up against anybody, any day of the week. Oh, my gosh. That is just gold right there. <laughs> Woo. Well, I guess that's what they get paid to do, right? Stand up and lie for your man or your gal, whoever you're representing. Isn't that something? Wow, that's a, that's, a, that's classic. That goes to end win the internet yesterday. That is classic. Right there. Whew. Okay, let me see. What else we got? We got other stuff? No, that's all. No, we got other stuff. I'm just kidding. You. But we do have to pay a bill or two in this, this, this radio station. So we're going to do that real quick. Gonna do this. Double click that. And we're going to take a little break, see, and we'll be right back. You stay with us here for Brewer's Briefing. 827 is our time. It's Tuesday, November 21st. Thanksgiving week. Yes, it's here. See Hope you're doing good. Thanks for joining us here for the, for the program. Appreciate that a lot. I mean, you didn't have to. And here are all 12 of you. That's fantastic. <laughs> Having a good time. You want to get involved, you can. 918-756-3646 is the number. So there was a dude on television. He's, uh, I don't know, who's this guy? Political guy. Speaking of press secretary, so he was talking to what's your redheaded face? Uh, the former press secretary for uh, Obama, remember that gal? She's horrible. God, she, now she's working for MSDNC. Um, anyway, they got this guy on. Who is he? Some Democratic politician. His name is Dan Goldman. Jen Psaki. That's her name. Redheaded. Remember Jen Psaki? Not sure how you say her name. Psaki. Anyway, she she she's horrible, and she's on her. And the guy is talking about Trump. And he says, Trump has to be eliminated. And it kind of went a little bit viral out there. Like, well, <laughs> what do you mean by that, Dan? He needs to be eliminated. Well, I mean, what do you mean? Like eliminated? He means it missed. The context, it says here, as Scott Adams reporting on it, Goldman accuses Trump of dangerous rhetoric while at the same time apparently calling for his assassination if all else fails. And that's how some people heard that. And so I'll just play it for you. You can see what you think about what he means by this. Let's just go here. Also turn to Trump, of course, and just some of what the reporting has been around uh, some of his conversations. Also, as we anticipate a year full of trials next year, I want to take a listen to part of a conversation that he had with uh, ABC's Jonathan Carl about January 6th and get your thoughts on the other end. You told them you were going to go up to the Capitol. Were you just I was, no, I was going to and the Secret Service said you can't. And then by the time I would have. And then when I got back, I saw I wanted to go back. I was thinking about going back during the problem to stop the problem, doing it myself. Secret Service didn't like that idea too much. So, so what and I could have done that. And you know what? I would have been very well received. So there's been so much speculation, contemplation, discussion of what Trump wanted to do, what he knew or didn't know. I mean, do you think as a prosecutor, former prosecutor, this is something that could be useful in the case against Trump? How will it be used? Yeah, well, I mean, look, he says uh, I would be well received because he knows that the people who were there are his supporters who he riled up and incited to invade and riot at the Capitol and try to disrupt the proper counting of the Electoral College votes. So every time he talks, he's uh, putting himself into a bigger criminal hole. 
Uh, but the, but his, that's not his objective. His objective mm. is purely political at this point. Uh, politics don't work in a courtroom, as I think he's finding out in the mm. New York attorney general's case in New York, a civil case. And, and that's going to continue in his criminal trials. But his rhetoric is really getting dangerous, more and more dangerous. And we saw what happened on January 6th when he uses inflammatory rhetoric now and his recent true social post uh, is incredibly incredibly scary for anyone uh, that might be trying to op work in government. And um, it is just uh, uh, unquestionable at this point that that man cannot see public office again. He is not only unfit, he is destructive to our democracy, uh, and he has to be uh, he has to be eliminated. Now, speaking of dangerous rhetoric, <laughs> And saying a man has to be eliminated, that could be seen as dangerous rhetoric, Dan. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so I don't know. Do you think that's what the, do you think that's what he meant? I mean, it's it's so dumb. I mean, these people are really just dumb. Like now, they don't play all the stuff where Trump's like, "Hey, we got to keep it peaceful. We want to be peaceful. We want to do." I mean, he said all that from the podium that day, and that's all recorded, of course. They don't play any of that. It's kind of like Liz Cheney. She only played the violent parts of the videos. Now all the videos have come out. We see all the peaceful folks just kind of walking around. The cops opening the doors, waving them this way. I mean, have you seen all those videos? I mean, I haven't seen them all, but I've seen a bunch of them where there's a dude handcuffed and a couple of cops take him off to the side and they unhandcuff him and he's fist bumping. And, and they're, you know, it's, it's all a setup. And there's one dude that's got a red hat on. Make America great hats all camp. He's got his face all covered up with a handkerchief or whatever, but he's going through the, some, some metal detector with a badge or he's, he's going, it's all in video. He's, got, he's flashing his badge. He's cop or federal guy, something FBI, maybe, but he's got, he's, he's dressed up as a MAGA guy, you know, supporter, Trump supporter. It's all a stage deal. And, and, and they're like, Oh, he said, you know, Trump's like, I'd be well-received because those people respect me. He's what he's saying. They, they respect me. You know, they, they're, if I, you know, and it's a little interesting that Trump um, went along with the Secret Service instead of just doing what he he was thinking about doing. And I, you kind of like, man, you're Trump, man. You're supposed to not worry about what your Secret Service says and just go do the thing you need to do. I mean, you know, you could have done it probably. And they probably would have listened to you. Hey, get the hell out of there and... <laughs> Whatever, but anyway, that guy's uh, dangerous rhetoric. <laughs> All right, what else is happening in the news, Brewer? We got uh, we got the illegals up in New York City. They're coming in. They're pouring into New York City, and it's costing the city a lot of money. And so they're cutting some stuff. They're going to cut two point one billion dollars from education. That's got to go. Uh, one point four billion from social services. Sorry. Sorry, homeless. Uh, we got we got immigrants coming in, migrants they call them. Eight hundred million from homeless services. Sorry, can't help you now. Three hundred million from the fire department and two hundred million from city hospitals. Got to go. That's right. We've got an open border policy. We are a sanctuary city. <laughs> well, we used to be, not so much anymore. Illegals sleeping all over the cold streets of New York City, and the airports floors of Chicago and Boston. And all thanks to poopy bridges up there in the White House. That's right. New York City is not having a good time. <laughs> cutting all these services. Cutting the cops. You know, I don't know. That's not listed here, but we talked about that, I think, last week. Yes. Good times in New York City. Anybody going to New York City for Christmas? Not me. Not doing her. Not going to do it. Don't want to. Don't think I'd know. Uh -uh. Not interested at all. All right. Here's another good news. You didn't think I had any good news? I have good news, ladies and gentlemen. It's a feel-good Tuesday. The Iowa Board of Regents has voted to abolish DEI in all state universities. You know what DEI is, right? Diversity, equity, and inclusion. Inclusivity. And so they've uh, they've adopted these recommendations in the uh, Iowa Board of Regents. And they're getting rid of all the DEI offices, uh, eliminating DEI functions, any DEI functions. 
It's fantastic. So there's there's finally somebody that's wising up to the idiocy of the leftist thinking. DEI, diversity, inclusion, and equity. It's just it's mostly just rules against whiteies and and Christians and conservatives. And uh, it's like that didn't work. CRT was a bad idea. DEI is a horrible idea. Woke globalism, uh, you know, greenism. It's all a bad idea. They're coming around one of these days. Unfortunately, there's a lot of damage that has to be done in the meantime before they, they get around to it. I want all right. So speaking of damage, I'm going to play this for you. Here's a clip of what's being taught in schools. All right. Let me, let me back this up here. Get this to the beginning. Here is a teacher. I don't know where she is. Teaching her students, <laughs> it's, it's laughable, but it's really sad. She's teaching her students all about pronouns. All right, here's a whole screen. I'm, I'm watching a little video here. There's a screen on the board, a reference sheet of all the, the pronouns. The, you know, zer, zers, zerself, zerself, and they're spelled with a Z. And then there's one below it spelled with an X. I, I, get, I think you pronounce it the same. How would you pronounce X, Y, R? Zer. And how would you pronounce it? Z-I-R. Zer. Anyway, there are two different pronouns. Zer, zerself, zimself. <laughs> okay. And then you have per, pers, and perself also in the list. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to play this for you. Here's a teacher trying to, and, and the kids, they must be high school kids. They are confused. I am gender neutral, so I am not a female, nor am I a male. I would be in between. So right here would be my pronouns. So instead of she or he, you would refer as Z. Instead of her or him, you would refer as Zer. Instead of her or his, it would be Zer. Yes, in the back. Uh, so I'm I'm sorry, I'm confused. Um, are you, are you Mr. Darren, Miss Darren? No, I am Teacher Darren. There would be no Mr. or Mrs. in front of that. Just Teacher Darren. I'm confused. I'm guessing what are you confused about? I'm confused over the whole thing. Well, because this is how the world is changing now. So the world progresses and we progress with the world. Yes. Can, can we just call you by what you look like your pronouns are? No, because that would be disrespectful. So my pronouns are Z, Zer, 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 and Zer self. Or you can just call me Teacher Daring. <laughs> yeah, this is this is a. It's actually a female. She's she's dressed up like a dude. She's got a ball cap on backwards, big glasses, and a short haircut. Anyway, see see. The Chinese are teaching their kids math, and this is what America's doing. She claims, as the world progresses, we progress with it. Who wants to tell her? This is not progression. It's not regression. It's just plum insanity, what this is. And you're spending your time in trying to teach these kids, instead of anything important, <laughs> This, where's my button? Bull. What it is. It's total bull. Golly. It just, it, it's, what, it's what we have. In, in certain schools, certain times, certain people, it's, it's got to be, you know, you got you can't misgender. And even I saw, I saw a report this morning. I don't have it in front of me. I'll just give it to you from the top of my head. Uh, Mayorkas, whatever is it, Alexandro Mayorkas, the, the borders are is ordering the officers down on the border not to misgender the illegals coming across the fence over there. We cannot and shall not be offensive to the illegals coming in and misgender them. I'm sure there's a boatload of those illegals out there that are just wanting to be called by the right pronouns. That's their main concern coming over. When I'm crossing in that bob wire that you just cut for me, federal agent <laughs> don't misgender me as i'm coming across for the free stuff okay i mean ladies and gentlemen do you see how insane the world has become our concern with the head of the border right now is not stopping the flow of illegals 
invading our country. No, it's do not misgender those illegals coming in. And yet we've got Republicans up there in the House that cannot bring themselves to vote for impeachment for this guy. L to the M to the G. It's a sad set of affairs we have going on right now in our beloved country. I know. And the kids are like, I'm confused. Can I not just call you about what you look like? (laughs) No. No, they're misgendering me. I'm neither male nor female. I don't know. I'm in between. I'm... Haven't decided yet. Today, I'm nothing. Tomorrow, check back. Check back. I may have decided. Ah, it's, sad. it's really sad. I mean, honest to God, it's, it's laughable, but it's also very sad. These people are sad and confused, and they're lost. They're lost. And, the, and, and, the, and these adults that promote this kind of stuff and the adults out there that have kids, the worst case that we all know is the parents of the children. I saw a 10 year old the other day getting this massive sex change surgery. And I'm like, Oh, it's so that's the worst. Now you talk about criminal when the parents are doing this to the kids and it's irreversible stuff, but they, ne- they never come back to the, to the normal, you know, and they think that they're helping their child. Now that, that is bad. <clears throat> this is all bad. It's all bad. What else do we have in education? Nothing. What is this? Uh, I did that last week. Got all that it's old stuff right there. Okay, yeah, but mm-hmm. okay. All right, that's that's the education category right there. We got stuff in the general category. Let's go to the general category right here. Let me play you some good stuff here. Here is Doctor Jordan Peterson on the Bill Maher show. And uh, I don't know who the lady is, but, you know, anytime pretty much that Dr. Peterson opens his mouth, you're going to get some good stuff out of this deal. Right, I'm going to play you some good stuff right here. This is, I think this is pretty recent. I think this was as a couple of days ago, <clears throat> Jordan Peterson on the Bill Maher show. Here he is. But what happens is that they are then saying that well, being oppressed I is. I know if the Holocaust. Yeah. Well, this, but this is the this is the main issue. I mean, part of the reason that you see all this foolishness on university campuses too is because people have bought this idiot meta-Marxism, which is that the way to look at every social relationship that people ever have is through the lens of power, and that that is we can put that squarely at the feet of the universities, as far as I'm concerned. Is you know, marriage is a patriarchal institution, and business is nothing but oppression, and you have to view every single situation that emerged historically as oppressor versus oppressed. And then once you get that, which you can get in about two minutes, if you sit in a course that teaches that sort of thing, you have a lens to moralize about the whole world through. And then you see the situation is that the leftists have already decided the Palestinians are the victims. And as you pointed out, if you're a victim, then you're morally righteous. And even more conveniently, if you stand for the victim, then you're morally righteous, regardless of what you do with your own life. And that's pretty much what university students are taught from the time they enter the university classroom. And that's how they, you know, orient themselves morally. And that's at the hands of the radical left, too, Bill. And one of the things the Democrats also have to pay the price for, I would say, is their absolute refusal to draw a line between the moderate Democrats and the extremists. They're completely incapable of doing that. Like, I've talked to 40 senators and congressmen in the last five years. I asked them all the same question including RFK. He wouldn't answer either. When does the left go too far? Well, we certainly bloody well saw it in the last month, didn't we? Because they got the oppressor, oppressive narrative, a uh, little mucked up, we might say. And we're going the consequences of that are going to unfold pretty brutally over the next few months. You see why I like that guy? Man, a lot. I mean, he can, he can spit out in a minute and a half some, some stuff. Anyway, and he's, he's so spot on. And, and you should you should subscribe to everything he he does. He's got websites out there. He's got all kinds of stuff. Lots of videos, lots of podcasts. Smart guy. <clears throat> I, I've read his books. I, I like the guy a lot. Listen to him. And the universities and these kids that, that you know they and it's it's just so spot on. The victim victimization, all this victimness 
that's being taught to the kids. The CRT thing was all about, you know, people of color are all victims. You play the victim, you are the victim, and 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 then looking through the lens of oppressed versus oppressor. That's it. Either a victim is the oppressed, or and if you're not, and if, so if you're that, then the other guy is the bad guy. You're the victim. He's a bad guy. Everything's got to be looked through those lenses. And then he's asking these people on the on the you know, when does the Democrats go too far? And, and nobody's got an answer for that. I thought that was kind of interesting. There's no too far. <laughs> Even RFK that everybody's now in love with, Junior. Didn't answer his question, evidently. I thought that was pretty good stuff, didn't you think? Yes, Brooks. It was fantastic. Thanks for playing that. I appreciate that. Another quick break. We're coming back with more of the Brewers Breathing. That's right. Turn it up. Turn it up. 847 is our time. It's Tuesday. We are having a good time. I'm having a good time. I don't know about anybody else. Back at it. All right, we got this. What, what did I just come across? Oh, by the way, did you did you hear the ad just before this about the the office space for rent in the Crest Building? That big banner I've got in the window down there is because I'm renting space. I, that radio station did not leave the planet. It's still there. People have been like, "Where'd the radio station go?" Well, it's still there. Same things. I'm just renting. I have office space for rent. People, okay. And uh, pretty soon, I got some other news about some more rental space coming available. Stay tuned for that. Okay. All right. I just came across some stuff. I want to read. What is this? So Fox has a debate coming up. Have you heard about this? Between Governor DeSantis and Governor Gavin Newsom. I guess Fox News on Monday announced more details with this month's debate between Florida Governor Don DeSantis and California Governor Newsom. The debate first announced in September. This bill by the network has DeSantis versus Newsom, the Great Red versus the Blue State debate, according to a November 20th press release, which is yesterday. And uh, I'm thinking, wait, whoa, 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 hey, hey, whoa, is, is this guy, is he running for president? Is Newsom? A presidential candidate? Why would he be debating the Republican presidential candidate if he's not a presidential candidate himself? <laughs> well, I I think he is, Brooks. I I think he's going to announce soon. I he looks like the right kind of a guy to Take over Biden's spot. As a matter of fact, matter of fact, Biden said last week even that well he could have any job he wanted, even my job if he wanted it. I almost sounded like Reagan a little bit right there. I kind of just slipped into that. Anyway, so he's going to have a debate coming up. I see. Is there a date for this thing? Aired November thirtieth in Alfarda, excuse me, Alpharetta, Georgia, without an audience. They don't want an audience for whatever reason. Hannity is going to be part of the dude, the deal, highlighting a variety of issues, border, immigration, crime, economy, inflation, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, so that, that'll be interesting to see. Put that on your calendar. Alfarda, Georgia, Alpharetta, Georgia, November 30th. And, and that would be my mother's birthday. Don't forget it. She's having a birthday. She's what, 70? No, a little older. So anyway, mom's having a birthday coming up. So I, I, you know, obviously he's he's going to be running for president. He's going to be taking over the old man's spot, the poopy diapers, and Ron DeSantis. Imagine that. Speaking of the army, the army is having trouble recruiting people into the army. Wonder why? Well, because <laughs> they're policies, Brewer, most likely, and so they're turning to places. And uh, for recruits, where can we find recruits? Oh, yes. There's a group of people we might turn to. They're now turning to the unvaccinated former soldiers who were kicked out of the military for refusing to receive the experimental gene therapy shot. They're asking them to potentially rejoin the force as the military struggles to draw new recruits. 
Now, what would you say? I don't know how I would feel. Like, I'm not taking your damn jab. Kick me out. Okay, get the hell out, you're, you insubordinate piece of crap. Let's get out of here. We're, we're, we only want vaccinated sheep in here. And now they come back to you go, hey, 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 come on now. We're sorry. Like, well, we didn't know. We didn't know. We, thought, we had bad information. Okay, so we didn't know. And so we're sorry. Kicked you out. We ostracized you. Made you feel like scum. We really want you to come back. Come on back. Come on, Brewer. Come on back in here. We'll be nice this time. You don't got to get the shot. Nothing like that. Just come on back. wonder how that's working. I wonder if that's working for I mean, they're they're <laughs> they're going to try it out, I guess. I think I'd tell them where to stick it, man. It's just unbelievable. I mean, uh, you know. Oh, my goodness. What do we got here? Army booted 1,903 people for not receiving the COVID vaccine. Unvaccinated soldiers were forced, jeopardized, readiness, blah, 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 all this stuff. Can't get get people in there, you know. It's like you know, and it ain't just that. It's it's the whole wokeness of the military. It's disastrous. Their pride flags and wokeness, and and they're having classes on DEI and CRT and pronouns, and it's the same deal. China's over there teaching their people how to fight and shoot, and we're teaching our people about not offending anybody. We're the military of non-offense. And we're going back to the to the unvaccinated, you know, the unvaccinated. The unvaccinated sperm is the new gold, okay? I mean, I'm telling you, everybody's looking for unvaccinated doctors. Nobody wants to marry anybody that's vaccinated because they know. And now they're looking for military people that are unvaccinated. You're looking for pilots, too, by the way, that are unvaccinated because the pilots are having problems and the pilots don't want to tell the the FAA about their health issues because well, you lose your job you, you you put on the bench you don't get to fly if you're sick having heart attacks blood clots and dizziness and whatever else you're having and that's a whole nother deal I've got that story somewhere buried deep in the archives unvaccinated folks are in demand I should put myself out there for something I don't know what could I do I don't know I'm one of those. By gosh, I should be worth something. Yep, absolutely. All right. All right. The wife is happy. She's got her seasoning. I don't have to go a million miles out of my way to get it. She's got her seasoning for Thanksgiving with the chuck roast. Whatever it is we're doing. All right. That's good, babe. Thank you. Awesomeness. What else? What time is it? 8.54. What, we got other stories? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I already told you about the misgendering. I got that right there, but I already did it. And then, let me see. Let me go through the list here just to make sure. I don't, I'm going to. We had this. This, this, this happened. Yemen's Houthi rebels have taken over an Israeli linked cargo ship in international waters. They flew in in a helicopter, dropped a bunch of thugs off, took control of the ship taking 25 crew members hostage, thinking there was Jews on board. There was not any Israelis on board. Some Israeli-linked cargo ship in whatever uh, area this was. And then they go jumping out, a bunch of thugs with their guns and weapons and taking over. They threatened that, that Yemeni Houthi rebels have said they're going to they're gonna come against any, any ship, anybody that's doing any business with with Israel, this was a British-owned, Japanese-operated, uh, according to Israel. All ships belonging to the Israeli enemy or that deal with it will become a legitimate target, said the rebels. Uh, Benjamin Netanyahu said there are no Israelis on board. So you wasted all your time there, people. That's what's happening, man. That's what's happening around the world. It's just sickening. Sickening. In other news, Chick-fil-A is testing drones for delivery service for their food. Drone food delivery. What about that? That'd be kind of cool. That'd be kind of cool. My stepson will be trying that out. He is the, the master of all things food delivery. 
That boy, he, he I don't know. He's got more apps, more more food delivered than any man on the planet. They, they show up, dinner, boom, bada boom, bada bang, and he'll probably ha he'll be the first drone delivered deal out there. No no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Uh, let's see what else we got. This is the general category. We we got all this. Let's just yeah. We talked about that a little bit. I think oh oh see, see this right here we didn't talk about this this was down south in in Israel when they when the thugs came over and and just killed everybody down in the south you know in Israel during that whole deal October seventh there's a Canadian lady that spent uh, a lot of time maybe a lifetime I don't know how long Vivian Silver has been identified she she tried to make peace to help the Palestinians to assimilate and she she was all about the Palestinians and, and, you know, all this kind of stuff. Most people that lived in Southern Israel were kind of hippies. They were peace activists. That whole concert was about peace and all that kind of stuff. And they weren't religious. They were just peace hippies type folks, you know, helping Palestinians and yada, yada, yada. She was murdered too. Indiscriminate. They, they don't care. They just coming in and murdering everybody. So anyway, that was, that was in there. I didn't. I didn't read that before. But um, anyway, there's that. Just about to run out of time. I was going to read. Where's that? Click, click, click. My thing is frozen. Uh, no, that not that thing. This, this here, the mouse, the computer, ladies and gentlemen, it's being slow. There's a new dating phenomenon that's out there that women are not wanting traditional relationships anymore. They, they don't, they're not interested in. The family, the timeline, the, you know, the traditional get get up married, have a baby, have a family, and make you happy. Women are pushing back. I, I, this can't be new news. I mean, I, I don't know. It's like, really? That's, it's been happening for a minute. You know, because, I don't know, people, are, they, 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 don't want, they don't want to have kids. People want to have kids. They're they waiting up into their 30s to have kids, get married. It's, it's different. Uh, I, I still think it's. It's probably they're gonna they're gonna learn one day they'll come back around and go man should have should have gotten married in my twenties had babies and had families the traditional way is better I think it's better it's what's gonna be it's what should have been anyway since they call it a new trend I don't think it's new I think it's been out there for a minute I think it's it's a mistake but anyway I'm not here necessarily to give marriage advice even though man, I might do that on occasion as well but Dad government look at us we're out of time. It's time to shift gears. We're going to get into Tradio. Uh, Trisha with Tradio, she's going to be giving away some money. But now we're doing this deal. Have you heard about the Turkey Talk? $1,000 on the line. Turkey Talk. It's all happening in Tradio. She's going to tell you all about it here. Are you ready? Ready? You guys have a good Tuesday. Okay. We'll sit back here tomorrow for Brewers Briefing.